It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Well, I got to head back to the uh, my own location here. I guess how does how does the mayor work with this microphone? When it rolls uh, he's always like he's always low down. He's always okay. very low down. Okay, he has to keep it down here like this. And talk like <laughs> yes, this down here. but he, he's got that chair that's about yeah, two feet off the, the, uh, the off the, the ground. Small, it should be four feet off the, the ground. Very small chair. All right, oh, he's uh, in rare form already, sir. Famously <laughs> at Comiskey Park, there was. Uh, Disco demolition night that almost put an end to Major League Baseball as we know it. And tonight, in a bold move trying to replicate that, Mike Vec and the, uh, the Saints will have the world's largest food fight against the Sioux Falls Canaries. Did you not learn your lesson, sir? That's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, I like it. <laughs> okay, oh, now uh, I'm sure you're going to have to make a generous donation to the food shelves to make up for the food you're going to waste tonight, right? Oh, yeah. For every dollar that we spend on the food fight, you know, for yes. all of the mini donuts and yes, all right. the popcorn and all the mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, well, anyhow, we're going to give to Harvest, um, Second Harvest Heartland to make sure that the people who call in and say you're wasting food know that yes. we're making a donation that's, in equal amount. I knew, you know, you know, you didn't wake up yesterday. I, I knew that you were smart enough to do that. So what do we do? Uh, what do we cover? Where does this take place? And what do we cover the field with? Well, we cover the field with good wishes. <laughs> <laughs> Much like you did with the disco days. record. Send me your huddled masses. And, and this will occur after the game? After the fifth inning. Only for 90 seconds. The oh, moment okay. that they see Bluto on the big board, the official starter going food fight, people for the next 90 seconds are free to throw whatever they can find, except for molten lava okay. that we use on the nachos and okay. drinks. Now, these are, is this food that they have been provided or will have purchased? It's going to be a combination of both, we're hoping. Yeah, well, the nacho we thing. providing plenty. Oh, you are providing plenty. And, you know, how are you going to keep people from cheating and starting throwing like in the third inning and stuff? 
We're going to make an announcement like Harry Carey did the <laughs> night of the aforementioned disco. Please return to your stand. <laughs> How'd that work out? Hey, I think you know how I worked out. The next morning, by a vote of 12 to nothing, I was fired. And my mother was chairwoman of that board. I said to her, you could have made the vote 11 to 1. She goes, you're an idiot. She didn't even abstain, huh? She voted against you. She, she voted could have, against me. She could have abstained. Yeah, well, this is in honor of the 40th anniversary of Animal House. And I want to know how your guy Murray managed not to get into one of the greatest movies of all time. Well, you know something. It's a, a, the only serious thing I'll tell you is, is um, he, when asked the greatest actor he ever worked with, Ron Hartfixon, who was a writer from uh, Thunder Bay, yes. came down to Old Midway Stadium one day and said, "I just want to ask Murray one question." He said, "Who's the greatest actor you ever worked with?" And without hesitating, Patrick, he said, "John Belushi." Yes. And afterwards, I said, "Why?" How could that be? You work with De Niro and Hoffman and all these guys. And he said, if you did 13 takes, you gave 13 different performances because you never knew what Belushi was going to do. <laughs> he said you were terrified when you, when you hit your hash mark. He was just so quick and agile, both mentally and, and with his chops, I guess. So. And a lot of people try to do uh, physical comedy but with just their face, but nobody did it like that guy. Yeah, it was amazing. And, and, you know, it had such an impact on on so many generations. I mean, it's become one of those things, you know, the cult classic. Oh, it is unbelievable. Fans will be given packs of mashed potatoes, marshmallows, popcorn, and powdered powdered donuts. That's a very yeah. good, that's a very underrated thing to create a mess, I'll tell you right there. Fans well, yeah, will be given dunk them. Yeah, fans <laughs> will be given rain ponchos to protect their clothing. Now, right. fans who don't want to participate in this are asked to go sit in a different area. Is that... Uh, Where they, they will go, have pig's blood dropped or, on or, them. Or is... is we're going uh, to squire them to the spire home run porch okay. where they will be escorted donut free we'll okay donut free zone and uh they will be able to watch the uh, nonsense how has the response from the public been for this are you standing room only and beyond as usual yeah we're selling a lot of tickets i i think there's a lot of passive aggressiveness in in our society and so i think people are busy buying tickets for people they don't like <laughs> saying, hey you know why don't you come out with me tonight well, you don't like me well that's I, let's get over that right here's hey, the olive branch uh mike beck is with us uh owner of the saints is the uh, magic of ch feel chs feel the uh, crowds about the same as they've been yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. I mean, that's um, they were averaging, I think, eighty two forty three. And if we have a little bit of weather, this could be um, another record for yeah. the year. So it's just one of those one of those things where we've just been so fortunate. We keep trying to make it fresh, and I hope we won't lose too many season ticket customers tonight. Hey, Mike, uh, it, it, this town has never been more competitive for sports, too. I mean, I, I know you guys are a di little different niche. It's, it, you know, it's comedy to go with baseball, but, uh, man, there's a lot of ways to spend your sports bucks out there right now. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, with the, you know, with the United coming online and, and the sponsorships available at the, at the facility, 
you know, the, the new wild practice facility and, and the fact that there are going to be so many high schoolers using that. I mean, it's, you, you really can. I mean, it's, it's, they're stretching the budget, and you've got to stand out and give sponsors their, their money's worth. Don't uh, go out and look at the new Viking complex. It'll give you a heart attack, man. <laughs> this is, this is, did you, you, you never saw the old Midway Stadium, right? Uh, no, the one I did, ac- actually. The one across the street yeah. from where... That's yeah. where they used to practice in in September until the Met Stadium was empty. You should see this place. It's unbelievable. It's frightening. Oh, it is it, it is astounding the amount of money that's going in the, in into these into these facilities and we got another minor league team coming online out in Hudson so yeah, it's right. going to be interesting. Yeah, they're building uh, that that Northwoods League uh, apparently uh uh, Dick Raddatz Jr.'s goal is to have a, like a 60-team college league in the Midwest. It's unbelievable. If you if you got a check, you can get in a league, baby. Hey, your league, what's uh, what's it going to look like next year? You got any new teams or uh, what's uh, what? No, I think exactly. You know, Chicago. Um, Chicago came online actually Rosemont this year, and I think what what. Um, you and I discussed and what you heard from your buddy down in Sugarland is what's going to happen. We have meetings October 3rd and 4th. Texas. And I think that the Texas leagues are going to break off. Cleburne and the and the Air Hogs are going to break off and form their own So you'll have a nice their own you, league, you'll which, have a nice 10 team league and everybody'll be happy. Yes. Okay. Go back to being a bus league and not and not having to take that that flight down and then bus across Texas. I'm I'm all for it. And September 1st you are going to join in honoring Former Saint Jack Morris, uh, and he will uh, he will be there. Throw out a first pitch and have a little ceremony. Yeah, we're going to have a um, um, we have a visage, a, a really nice portrait of him. And you know, I mean, it, it's astounding when you think of the talent that came from Winfield and and Molitor yep. and, and 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 Morris. But Jack, obviously, one of my favorites, pitched for us in '96. We had him sold to the Yankees along with Daryl. He didn't want to report to uh, Columbus to to make three starts. Otherwise, he'd be the only guy in history to get four rings. Well, actually, five rings with four different teams. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it, and they it, had fifty two thousand at the induction ceremony. I talked to Idelson the other day. He said it was it, it was just a wonderful thing. And I, I think nobody's more deserving. Nobody was a better money pitcher that I ever saw. It, the it was uh, Mike. Though it is a little distressing. Uh, uh, for those of us in the sports writing industry who loved him as the grouchy SOB, to see this sentimental guy out there <laughs> near tears, getting all these accolades, that's not the Jack we know, the guy with the sneer, man. We were talking about the, who are the guys, who are the guys, Patrick, over the course of your of your career that you covered that you never wanted to walk out on the mound and say, give me the ball? Uh, yeah, that was Jack was probably number one. Yeah, that yeah. was that was uh, that was probably him. Uh, I remember when Shane maybe Cle- Clemens, especially if he was full of greenies or something and throwing bats at people <laughs> like he did Piazza. So uh, you know, I don't know. He might have been tough. I thought Shane Deist had um, had a great line when they said, "You know, Red, what did you do when you went out to the mound oh, to Gibson, take Bob yeah. Gibson out? How did you do it?" And he said. 
carefully. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Gibby, that was uh, that was uh, that was pretty good. Well, uh, you have a good old time with the world's largest food fight today. And uh, uh, are there going to be clips? I'm sure on the uh, scoreboard all through the night from Animal House, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Of well, course, we want to have a little culture in the midst of all this friendly <laughs> chaos. Culture. That's right. What was the line? The greatest line ever. Fat and stupid is no way to go through life. Fat, right? ugly, and stupid is no <laughs> way to go through life. Just fat and stupid <laughs> is no way to go through life. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for a lot of fun times. All right. Well, uh, yeah, come out to the fair and see us. If you're going to be in the grounds, uh, come out and we'll uh, do a half hour on the on the, on the grandstand. I'd love there. to. Not the grandstand. Because, you know, I want to put fat, dumb, and, you know, <laughs> ugly so i gotta come out there and get my fries and my donuts <laughs> okay sir thanks all right, mike. man Bye. all right the great mike vec uh uh who's gonna have the world's largest food fight tonight at chs field and if anyone was gonna do it it would probably be the uh, saints right uh, yeah they they know how to do it right and, they can uh, do a food fight right i got news for them they can tell us how many times they're going to make a donation to uh, Second Harvest, and it ain't going to make any difference. People no. will be, oh, you wasted You're still wasted. Oh, you wasted We'll food. feed it to the hogs. All right. We'll be. thing about surviving the train ride and getting to Wrigley Field uh, last month for the series in Wrigley Field with yes. the Twins was recalling 1983 sitting in the outfield bleachers with Mike Vex's father, Bill, Ooh. who could really drink some beer. Oof. As I said, he drank beer like he had a hollow leg, which he did. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, but uh, he was done with the White Sox there, and he was—he'd just go to a Cubs games and sit in the sun in the afternoon. He had shorts on, he did no shirt, and the the whizzer in in Wrigley Field in the outfield was in center field, and people been peeing there since 1930. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was right. just—it had its smell. It's a skanky place. Yeah. And he'd go clomping. He'd have a beer and go have to go over and you know, like older to guys himself. have to relieve himself. And he'd go clopping away, and I'd hold the seat, and he'd every and then people say, "Come on, Bill, come on!" They'd all wave him up to the front line, and he'd relieve himself and come clopping back. What a character! Oh my he gosh. had at least eight beers, oh, maybe more. He was on the guest list for the outfield bathroom. Oh God, he was. You get it? You have come a pass. On, come on up. Bill. You got a pass. Come on, got the express pass. That was back in the days when I could write a sentence. I said, I think the lead was. One leg was tan and the other was varnished. <laughs> he, had, he had the wooden leg, you know. You had the old time right, wooden yeah, leg. Yeah, the old stub. Lost it. He was in the navy and he lost it a, a recoil from a gun. Oh, oh really? Man. Yeah, he was shooting a gun and the recoil got him in a leg. And they, wow. they mangled the foot and through the years they had to keep chopping more of it on off until they finally took it off way even above the knees. So. But it was one of those big guns mounted on the deck of a of a uh, ship. Right? Yeah. What? Yeah, he was on a ship, but I'm not sure well, the what recoil size. On, the recoil on those things are like four feet, aren't they? I mean they really can't Yeah, I'm not sure what got him, which gun, because I think they have different size guns there. Yeah. But something got him. Yeah. Some probably the recoil the, gun. Maybe the cannonball. No. <laughs> well yeah, like long John Silver. One of his greatest stunts is one year they one year they come out for the national anthem on opening day, 
and they had like a fife and drum car, yeah. car and Revolutionary yeah. War, and he played the peg leg guy that you always saw. It all. He came out there, rolled it up with just the leg hitting the sand. <laughs> and the other time, the greatest. Well, my other two great stories about him are we're at Comiskey Park, and in '77, that place was rocking and rolling. Mm. You know, the Cubs were no good. He had brought in all these free agents who were going to leave, Oscar Gamble, Richie Zisk. They were the uh, Southside Hitmen, they called them. And they were great. And they played the Twins, and the Twins had Carew, Heisel, and Bostock, and every game was 15-12 to because their pitching stunk for both teams. In fact, the Rod, Rod Carew game out here on June 26th was 19-12 to that the Twins wow. won. The, mm-hmm. won. But okay. uh, there's, there's a fight going down on in front of the press box one yeah. of these drunken days right and vet goes down there to break it up and the next thing you see that peg leg straight up in the air and the other time is when the bob levin the owner of the team gets yeah, went down to break it up. yeah he was gonna brawl. break it up and they got woof because i'm like a cartoon with a cloud <laughs> arms and legs coming that in and out and yes yes and then the other time is he fired Bob Lemon here. You love Bob Lemon. Lemon pitched for him in Cleveland uh, when they were great, and he was the first guy to draw two million people. And he had to sell the Indians because he he got a divorce and he didn't have any money, so he had to give half of it to the first wife. Hmm. But uh, Lemon, he fired Lemon, came in to fire him, and then they sat in the press room and drank during the entire game. Lemon and Vet. The really? guy that just fired him. Why the White Sox and the Twins actually turned out to be a rainout, but the Twins waited for like two and a half hours, and all this time these guys are down here drinking. And you come in there afterwards. We all come down to get our toddies right after we write right, our stories. Right. And Vec and Lemon are over in a corner singing Irish songs. <laughs> hammered. I mean, hammered. It was what uh, fantastic. What upbringing. What a, a time oh, in life. What a time just... for, uh, you know, Bill Vec. Uh, Mike Vec comes by his goofiness uh, legitimately. That's for sure. How did Vec make his money, Bill? Didn't have any. Yep. He owned a minor Robin league. Peter to pay he Paul. owned a minor league team. Borrowed, you know, he didn't pay millions for yeah, teams yeah, back then. I suppose he ended up with the St. Louis Browns, who were like the stepchildren in in St. Louis, and he wanted to move to Baltimore. And the other owners hated him so much they made him sell the team and to go to Baltimore. The Browns moved to Baltimore in fifty two or three or four maybe, mm-hmm. and but they wouldn't let him move. They made him sell the team. So they Who all was the- they all made him you know like using the midget and stuff. They didn't like that. Okay, They'd make it a mockery of the grand old game. Who was the <laughs> um, Captain America guy or Captain? What was that guy? The guy Ted that, Turner. That, no, that blew himself up. Oh, Captain America, yeah. Oh, on the field. Yeah, yeah. And Captain Dynamite. Yeah. Captain Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sitting downstairs, <laughs> drinking like a maniac because it was free booze. He couldn't believe it. And blood coming out of one ear. It was a wonderful <laughs> sight. That's why I love the grand old game, baseball. <laughs> Captain Dynamite. Yes. Damn near killed himself. And don't oh, forget man. about Disco Demolition. Well, yeah. we that was I, the biggest I, of I all. asked him about that. Yeah. yeah, that was Beck. All right, we'll be back. Sports Talk will return right after we get a report from Mr. Bruce Vale with the Your Money Now report, courtesy of Owatonna's own Federated Insurance. A Sports Talk version. What do you got, Bruce? Well, decent news today. Stocks were higher at the market close. The major indexes got back most of what they lost yesterday. 
The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 112 points, moving to 25,299. The Nasdaq Composite rose 51 points. The S&P 500 gained 18. Southwest Airlines says leave your boa constrictors and peacocks at home. The airline made some changes to its policies for trained service and emotional support animals. In alignment with recent government guidance, Southwest will accept only the most common service animals, dogs, cats, and miniature horses. Emotional support animals will be limited to just dogs and cats, and there's a limit of one per traveler. A baseball with the signatures of Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, Honus Wagner, and eight other greats of the game has sold for more than $600,000. The players all signed the ball on the same day in 1939 when they went into the Baseball Hall of Fame. SCP Auctions said the ball sold for more than 623000 That crushes the previous record of 345000 for a signed ball set in 2013. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. All right. Thank you, sir. We're, uh, we're going to cut you loose and check some traffic here. Uh, westbound 694, a good place to start. It's already troubling between Highway 65 and the Mississippi. You'll see a couple of extra minutes there. Oh, listen to this. A dock truck driver thinks he might have had a seizure. Northbound 35E. He was traveling between 494 and 110. Luckily, the median catch fence saved the day, caught him, uh, and stopped him from doing a crossover crash. I believe they're still on the scene there. Watch for the uh, responders on the left side. Our five eyewitness news forecast storms possible early this uh, this evening, then clearing in 65 overnight. Do it. Come on, dummy. I got something to ask Kenny, so we're not going to hit the bumper. Here. Okay, what do you got? Ask me something. Better. It's a little early for my daily complaint, but here's my daily complaint. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. Give it to these, me right about five now. or six hours investigations <laughs> of what led to a tra- uh, crash. Yeah. Shutting down freeways forever. Yeah. You get out there, there's one car on the wrong side of the road. Give me about 20 minutes. I can tell you what happened. I don't have to measure all this crap. Wow. Get it moving. The Get fixer, the traffic moving. The, the fixer, fixer knows how to set it up. These hours and hours. Oh, I'm going to now measure this. You know. Measure, Bill, I'm going to measure Bill this. Bill and his Subaru was driving on the wrong side of the road. Okay. Open her up. We know what happened. Let tow them and let's go. Right. What, uh, what delay did you encounter that brought on this? Uh, no, every day you're telling me about yeah. some crash that's been yeah. shut down the 494 at 11 a.m. and it's yeah. 4. They call Stop for, measuring. They call for recon. It's called, yeah, reconstruction. Yeah, yeah. and then they, you know, they're and killing they, time. They got nothing else to do. They go out there and waste. Hurry, come on, let's move it here. Right, you want some movement. That's right. Fixer wants it done. Yes. They do that in the event of fatalities or life-altering crashes. Yes, and, I know that. But, but if, <laughs> if one of your family members were involved, wouldn't you feel differently? And you didn't know? All you knew is he died on the road somehow? Which family member? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't take five hours. Here comes my bleeping cousin. What I'm saying is it shouldn't take five hours no matter who they're related to, okay? Have I ever... Never mind that, Patrick. I've got a better story. Have I ever told you about one of the first state fairs I ever worked with with Roycey? Mm-mm. I believe it was an RV trailer. Remember this, Patrick? They pulled, they gutted the RV trailer, Mm -hmm. they put a big window in it, Mm -hmm. and they said, there's your booth. (laughs) It was about 200 degrees in that thing. We're toiling away one day out at the fair. 
Some guy comes up, knocks right on the glass. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Roycey looks at him and goes, here's my bleeping cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and he says to me, Saul, man. Come and get me in two minutes, okay? <laughs> he goes out the back. He goes out the back, and he's talking to him. Two minutes later, I troop out there. Mr. Roycey, it's time to go back on the air. The See best, you later, the pal. The best ever was when we were in that small little one. Rook, were you the little fishbowl? Were you with us when we got we made people pay? Yes, fifty to cents, see if you were fifty b- b- cents to see if we were in there because we put the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have see to come and look at the side view more mirror like Irby the whale. You know? <laughs> Here's oh, Johnny. Here these are going to be some epic newscasts. Oh, these oh, last yeah, couple of weeks. That camper trailer sat out behind uh, our studio up in Maplewood for uh, like four years. <laughs> One day I offered to buy it from him. I said, you know, I'll, you know, I'll buy that thing for you. It'd be a fun little hunting show. Sweet, show. yeah. Five thousand dollars. Uh, I'll pass. I'll Hard pass. pass. Hey, it's, did any of you have to camp out at the state fair like I did at the no. sister station a couple no. of years ago? Oh, God, no. I got. Yep. I told them. Oh, for, you know how I got out of ever having that considered. I said, if you, if you can get the mayor to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. I will do it. <laughs> I am fully volunteering <laughs> to do it. That. Yes. The uh, program director of that station, uh, who still does work here, she got very mad at me when she found out I snuck in a gallon jug of Crown Royal into the, uh, <laughs> into the station fridge. Crown Royale. Crown Royale. I thought you were going to tell me you snuck in somebody who gal who worked at the Ferris wheel. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> It's humid, sunny, and 88 I got degrees. A, I got, here's another. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got, got there's some hijinks that take place in the evening with carny workers. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that'd be the best yeah, thing. There's about. a reason they keep doing it year after year. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you got an angle it for the ride. It ain't the benefits on paper they're working for. <laughs> Kenny, is that what we call lot lizards? Is that the right word? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> have, uh, have you fellas ever seen the movie Carney? Robbie Robertson, Gary Busey. No, uh, I haven't. Jody Foster. I've heard of it, and I've assumed it's pretty bad. It's actually, it's the parts that are bad are bad enough that it's good. Oh. You know what I mean? It's one of those kind of movies. Uh, Busey plays the clown, which is makes the whole movie. It's yeah, perfect. He dogs like this, sure. do oh, the whole yeah. thing, you know. Come on, hit me with that. Come Here on. he is, Johnny Height with the news. I'll do it Only as Gary Busey. Yeah, yeah, here's here's Busey with the news. <laughs> yeah, the twins are back at it tonight. After a day off. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> They'll play the Pittsburgh Pirates at Target Field. Jake Odorizzi goes for the twins. Jamison Tyon for the uh, Pirates. We'll get the lineup at 4.30, I guess. Huh? By yeah. the way, did you see they finalized the Chris Archer trade today? They had one more player. Oh, really? They also had to send their top pitching prospect, Pittsburgh really? did, to oh, Tampa Bay. And they're, and they're well they're uh, well stuck in fourth place. Oh, yeah. Uh, former twin, current Dodger Brian Dozier undergoing tests after, to be, uh, after being forced to leave last night's game with dizziness. He had an EKG that revealed abnormalities in cardiac wow. rhythms. Uh, manager Dave uh, Roberts had that to report. Wouldn't elaborate more. Uh, the Twins traded Dozier to the Dodgers in August, August 1st. And uh, since then, he's two eighty hitting two eighty two with three home runs and 11 RBIs in 12 right. games. Yeah, we were talking to Wick yesterday. They uh, He was saying he thinks the Dodgers like him a lot, and he'll probably re-sign him. So yeah. let's hope there's nothing going on Is this here. similar to what uh, Jansen went through? 
I don't know. Actually, I'm not that a is, cardiologist. I think that is his problem, though, isn't it? An yeah. abnormality in his heart. That's what I thought. It's yeah. hard to believe that's environmental. So well, I, know I know what the cardiologist is going to tell him: stop smoking, mm-hmm. lose weight, mm-hmm. stop caffeine. Well, I, the only thing I can think of is, and I wrote about this a month ago for a lead on a Dozier column, was he was eating a peanut butter and banana sandwich in the clubhouse at Wrigley Field. And I said, Elvis would be proud of you. And he said, Elvis lived, you know where he's from, Tupelo. And yeah. that's where Dozier's from. Right. So. Yeah. That's right. Same place. Uh, news notes from today. Ramsey County Elections Manager Joe Mansky said reports he's getting from election judges indicate the county will likely record its highest voter turnout for a state primary in at least 25 years. Mansky said our last really high turnout was 1994, and I believe we'll be in that ballpark. Mansky said 14,000 voters cast early or absentee ballots in the lead-up to the primary, marking an 80% increase from the previous high for a state primary. I don't believe in that either. In what? Early voting? Early voting. Weren't you the guy that said, vote early, vote often? (laughs) Well, no. On on the voting day, I would vote often, but... He said reports just in two places here in Elko. <laughs> just in two. <laughs> he said I reports. Can't believe people would fall. <laughs> he said reports from polling places in the county indicated things were running smoothly. Uh, rookie, what was the name of that doctor that you were talking about earlier? Is it the number of amateur I wouldn't help you with the heart. No, no, the no, ophthalmologist no. wouldn't help you with the heart. Uh, but uh, that's uh, that's sad news, man. Those yeah. are spooky. Frontier Airlines announced today that it is bringing back its one-cent sale to nine destinations for Minneapolis-St. Paul, including taxes, one-way nonstop flights would be 39 bucks to Raleigh-Durham, Austin, Texas, Cleveland, Denver, Jacksonville, Colorado Springs, Trenton, New Jersey, and Charleston. It's like a mega bus, these, but in the air. These scumbags, <laughs> the scumbags who bought that airline ruined a hell of a good airline. Frontier was a good airline. Just I by used to fly keeping to, it out? I, yeah, well, the, yeah, cheap SOBs. Yeah, and they had small, and small planes. Uh, I mean, beforehand, they had small planes and good routes and nice fares. Yes, and you could. I, I always flew it to Denver, and sometimes you could, you know, have a 20 minute, 30 minute change in Denver and go to San Francisco and save a lot of money. It was a good airline. Kenny, is that the one that you referred to as that crap can takes a week to get to California? <laughs> <laughs> They're stopping every 45 minutes for gas. <laughs> And again, they don't fill it up all the way. That's, not, that's how we got on that discussion of your car that, that had a hole in the tank about three quarters of the way up. I pulled into the mayor's driveway, Pat. He come, he opens the garage door and he goes. He was on his knees within seven seconds under my car saying, this thing smells like gas. You got to leak somewhere. I'm like, yeah, I know. I never fill the car up. Get this thing to bleep off of my driveway. Get it off of my driveway. Get it away from the house. You wouldn't fill it up all the way because it would leak. Oh, don't worry. The propane tank that's got a hairline fracture inside it. Properly secured. Fairlane when oh I had about $7 in the bank and they had the light the lights would heat up and go off so if you The headlights? It, yeah, the headlights the, the head switch would heat up and heat, heat up, up. And the lights would go off. Say, what? Fuel. So, like, heat up? What do you driving, mean? I don't know. The thing would get 
Because <laughs> he had a <laughs> squirrel <laughs> living in the engine that had chewed that's through the wire. That's yeah, not a thing, Pat. You'd be driving from Prior Lake to someplace. Oh, my God. And you'd have to pull off to the side for 15 to minutes. To let the headlights cool down? No, no. Thank God they didn't have cell phones. I'll be home in about two days. I got friendly. I don't think that's a thing, Pat. Well, you tried it. The preference was to be home by dark. Otherwise, you'd see this flame ball going down 42. In fact, that was part of the reason... I'd stay in the twins' room and drink till dawn. Yeah. Right. The lights were overheating. I had to. <laughs> the lights. It was a safety. <laughs> oh. Johnny, do you feel like there's something real important you got to tell us? God no. You got Johnny, a story, do you eat chickens? You got a story. You got a story that uh, really needs to be told. No, absolutely. Okay, not. Rook brought up Captain Dynamite, one yeah. of my favorite yeah. all-time characters. Yep. Don Cassidy. This was back in the low-budget Twins days when Cassidy was the sales director, the corporate director, and the promotions director. Oh, now yeah. they got seventy-five people with those three jobs, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But Cassidy, we're struggling, the Twins are struggling to draw in the mid-70s, and he gets Captain Dynamite in here. And Captain Dynamite is a Coast Guard cook who takes his leave, and he gets about, because he's been doing it for 30 years, he takes his leave and goes all, to every minor league ballpark in the country, drives around and blows himself up. Jesus. It gets in a box, a wow. little bit of dynamite or whatever yep. it takes. And he, he gets it, sets it up behind second base, and he blows himself up. Well, the night, he not, rarely was he in a major league park. It was always Cedar Rapids right, and places sure, like that. Right. So now this is his big chance. He's in a big league park. So He finally made it so to the Cassidy's show. So Cassidy's sitting there, and Cassidy only had a cigarette like every four seconds. So he's sitting there behind the plate watching Captain Dynamite blow himself up. Uh, and... And, and it is, I mean, I'm sitting there expecting boop, you know. Right, boom, right, yeah. And it goes, whoa! <laughs> and he's bored. And Cassidy said, holy, he's <laughs> running out the second. He goes running out the second. Captain Dynamite stretched out. And he finally, they slap at him to wake him up. He's out there behind Salt second. Tabs. And there's a big dent behind second where he blew himself up. A crater. Wow. That was one of the five greatest moments of my oh. life. And, <laughs> wow. and anyway, Captain Dynamite kind of wakes up. He says, yeah, I put a little extra in it for you. <laughs> When he wakes oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> so, after the game, we come downstairs and this guy's he's the greatest guy ever. He can't hear too good. And his eye, ears are all cauliflowered like a fighter, a wrestler, you know. But he's down there. He finds out they got free booze. They let him come in and drink. Free booze for a Coast Guard cook, man. He was in there. He was drinking them as fast as they would serve him. Oh, my God. And he's sitting there drinking, and there's blood trickling out of one of his ears. Oh, I said, how do you get a job like that? So, I have a question, Mr. Ricey. So you said he took out a divot behind second. Did we still have more game to play? You said uh, it was. Was I it think a doubleheader or something? I can't remember. It was before or after the game. Oh my God! Uh, I think. Hey, it was buddy, after, replace it was, your the divot. The lights were. 
Right. The lights were on. I don't know if they did it. They would have done it in the middle of the game. It had to be after the game, but then I had to write. So by the time I got downstairs, oh my God. he was in there drinking and just having the time of his life. But, you know. When he wakes he up. He had to go. You know, he did it 60 times a summer. So he was. Jesus. He had to have 40 concussions. Oh, you know? my God. I put a little extra I in wonder there. whatever became of him. I don't know. I wonder if he's on the Wikipedia. I don't know, but he's here's worse than Sid, I think. Oh, <laughs> Johnny, throw a story. In. Okay. Uh, All right. Police are investigating after a video shows a man spanking a hippopotamus at the Los Angeles Zoo. Oh. Video shows the man crossing a railing last week. Royce, when I Google Captain Dynamite, the third no image shot. that comes up is you. Why? I don't know. I wrote a column about it. Oh, okay. But this, I don't have a copy of it because it was my same podcast. Maybe that's your new podcast name, Captain, Captain Dynamite. Dynamite. <laughs> wow. He could be my first guest. Captain Dynamite, is that you? <laughs> what, what's that you say? <laughs> there is a video on, uh, there's a video oh on YouTube God. of him. Oh, what's it I'm from? How, how old is it? Uh, uh doesn't. It's published 2012. Yeah, okay. I don't believe this. No, one. no this was from the early. 80s. Yeah. Spokane Indians game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my God. The video from <laughs> the zoo. Right they, carry, they carry his box out like it's a coffin. There's, <laughs> there's six pallbearers that carry a box now, out there. There might have been more than one, but uh, this guy was. This was 70s. Oh. Oh, I'm oh. posting this. There's about the 20 show. people in the stands, too. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He's wobbling around the field. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's a big explosion. Jeez. Oh, he, he looks like he's had about 100 beers. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got the green snowmobile suit on yeah. and the helmet and the whole world. He's oh. like 90 years old in this oh. video. That might be him, then. It oh, might be right oh, oh, Jesus, word. this is funny. All right, I'm putting this up on the show. <laughs> sure right enough, now. his face is bleeding, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> he gave him a little extra in Spokane. A little yeah. extra, yeah. yeah. Put a little <laughs> extra in there for you. Cassidy said, I killed the SOB. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Well, anyway. Anywho's. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there's uh, been a nuclear war in Korea. Yeah. Oh, oh well. <laughs> this is the wacky segment anyway. Yes. Uh, it shows a man spanking the hippo at the L.A. Mm-hmm. Zoo. Mm-hmm. The video shows the man crossing a railing, sneaking up on two hippos, Rosie and Mara. Mm-hmm. He smacks Rosie on the rear end, and her mother lifts her head as the man runs off and raises his arms in a gesture of victory. <laughs> I would imagine he might have had a wager. Yeah. Zoo spokeswoman April Spurlock told the L.A. Times, any unauthorized interaction with an animal is unsafe for the animals and potentially unsafe for the person. Mm. Spurlock says state law prohibits entering (laughs) zoo enclosures. The zoo has posted a no trespassing sign on the exhibit for the first time. Police told the newspaper they're investigating, uh, but uh, the hippo wasn't injured. So Mm -hmm. they're not not really taking it. But the hippo didn't uh, rage out and kill the guy. Just looked at him and went, hey, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> I got a, I got some I audio of the, of the countdown. Dynamite. Here we go. Wait, what? Captain Dynamite countdown. Okay, in five. Here we go. <laughs> and it's a huge explosion. <laughs> and then his. 
He's wobbled. <laughs> he looks like me at my garage he sale last Friday. At Met Stadium. He was stretched out, man, like he got hit by a Rocky Marciano. Uh, from what I'm reading here, he was doing this when he was 70 year, years old. Well, that's Sometime in the then. 80s. Yeah, that's probably him then. Wow. Oh, my gosh. You got blood everywhere. <laughs> Coast Guard. And the kids are leaning in. Is he alive? Coast Guard cook. <sighs> Wow. You know what I, I got to find that column I wrote on him. He's yeah. seen some things, Captain yeah, Dynamite. Dynamite. So you guys post that on the, It's on the yeah. Sports Talk page, 1500ESPN.com. Oh, oh my God. We so. could do a podcast about that. Captain <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite. Uh, All right, Johnny to hell. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 kind of yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, See you at the fair. See you at the call here. When's the fair start, Johnny? When's the fair Anybody time? Anybody know when that damn Thursday. thing starts? Next Thursday, a week from this Thursday. Uh, Minnesota's great pain in the tr- prat is, uh, <laughs> starts next Thursday. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.